I mean, where else can you see grace fully? Light. Beloved, there is a perfect plan set over your life. You better walk forward in full Godfidence. Hey guys, it's Gracie. Have the best day ever. Hugs, loves, and blessings from above. <laughs> Hello, world. Happy Thursday. How are you guys? Welcome, welcome, welcome to my podcast, See Gracefully. I am your host, Gracie. Ooh, struggle bus. Y'all bear with me. I am a little bit under the weather. And so my voice is not up to par. And it actually kind of hurts when I am talking. So thankfully, today's show, I actually don't have to do too much talking. Today, we have a great show lined up for you. We're going to get right into it because we don't have a lot of time. Honestly, It is the last Thursday of the month, so you know what that means. It is our men's monologue segment. Y'all, this is my favorite segment by far. We do this once a month. At the end of each month, we invite on either a panel or a representative of the male species (laughs) to come on and just give us some good, honest, clear insight in regards to whatever the topic is for the day. So we have a great show lined up for you. I have an amazing guest who is coming on to share his male insight for you. And there's just so much gold in all of this that I'm going to hop right into it. I don't want to take up too much of the time that we have because it is very limited. So before we get into it, let me break down the show. Like I said, we're going to do our men's monologue. Of course, we have our spotlight star of the week that we're going to fit in there as well. And then we're going to round it out with our verse of the week as well. But then the rest of the show, you guys, is dedicated to our men's monologue today. So get ready, strap in, grab your popcorn or your, uh, I don't know what you grubbing on, But grab your pizza, your popcorn, whatever snack you want, because it's going to be a good show tonight. Really quick, before we head into it, I have to, have to, have to always do these announcements. If you guys know anybody, I mean, the most talented musicians have been played so far on this channel. I couldn't be more honored to have amazing talent share this space with me in our Spotlight Star of the Week. So be sure to submit if you know any musicians, singers, songwriters, producers who are killing it in the game, up and coming, or they can be seasoned, whatever. Send in an email. I want to know who they are. Send in music, send in their bio, whatever it is to gracefully at gmail.com. That is the letter C, G-R-A-C-E-F-U-L-L-Y at gmail.com. I would love to feature them. Also, if you know anyone that can be submitted for our acts of grace, if you have a grace note, question, whatever it may be, email me, okay? We've set up this lovely email. Y'all can reach me right here. Send in your submissions send in your questions but like I said I have so much to get into with this men's monologue I cannot 
talk any longer, you guys. We've got to dive right in. So without further ado, we're going to go ahead and step into our men's monologue. Okay, guys, we are heading into my favorite segment, our men's monologue. This is the segment that we do every month at the end of the month where we bring on real-life amazing men just to kind of pick their brains and get some insight from the male's perspective. You guys, this segment has been so dope. It's our most popular segment on the show, and I am so excited to bring to you guys tonight an amazing young man. We got Saeed. Say what up, Saeed? What's going on? Hey. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us tonight. Oh, no problem. Glad to be a part of it. Thanks for reaching out to me. Yes, sir. So, as you know, our Men's Monologue is a segment where we bring on amazing fellas to really see what it is you guys have to say. Because, ladies, let's just be real. Far too often, we talk too much. I'm just being straight up and honest. (laughs) We do too much talking and I think it's very important that we hear what the fellas have to say and sometimes we talk too much to where we don't get to hear them so I'm gonna let Saeed talk. He says he's got what you said you got like a theory about that whole thing. I want to hear about that a little bit. (laughs) I got got, got a bit of a theory and you know this is part of my experience from my studies on and so forth. Okay. But if you want to hear it I can give it. Yeah let's do it. Let's hear it. All right. Here we go. Uh, now, it's, it's a few different ways it's going to be broken down. So we'll keep it in the arena that I know best, mm-hmm. which is African-American women in America mm-hmm. and or American women, period. Okay. So we're going to deal with the foundation. The foundation is this, right? Women mature faster than men. That's been proven, documented. That's fact. That's law, right? Just be clear. Men think logically, women think more emotional based. So, if you ask a question like, what do you think about this? Or what do you think about this movie that just came out? You just ask, what do you think? Which is an emotional question because that's a personal question about how you feel about something. So, feelings are something that women are attached to closer than men, also more vocal about their feelings than men are. So, when it comes to opinions, women will jump to the opportunity quicker because it's dealing with an emotion. Okay. So, when you ask about a personal, someone's personal view or opinion about something, typically, per my studies, again, this is mine, <laughs> women will respond quicker because their emotions are ready to be explained. More than men. You ask men, how's your day? Oh, cool. Right. On how did they? Oh my God! So first off, this morning the coffee didn't come out <laughs> like I wanted to get from Like they started from the beginning to the end, right? That's oh, right. It was cool. What'd you do? Yeah, I went to work. You know what I'm saying? How was work? That was cool. Did my job. Whatever. <laughs> Came home. How was the game? Man, the game was dope, right? Now that's sad because that, that happened. The game had four quarters. Somebody did something. So we're talking about events that actually happened. Mm-hmm. But your day is like a. Uh, it was cool. You know. That is real. Like, that's real. But you ask a woman about the day, you get the whole day. And low key, you might even, you might not get the whole day because you might get stuck on what happened at work or what happened on this phone call or whatever the case is. Right. And that takes up the rest of the conversation, right? Uh, in a scenario like that, women will respond first because it's a personal, it's a feeling attached to it. And that's my soliloquy on that. I think even from an early age, we 
like you say, we kind of attach things to feelings or, you know, girl, little girls, when they're little, what do they do? They're playing dolls and house and they have a whole like, you know, Mrs. You know, Teddy Bear over here is having tea with Mr. Froggy. And they're like having a full on conversation tea party. Whereas little boys, when they're little, what are they doing? They're making sounds. Bush, bush, pow, poo, bang, bow. You know, they're like not talking as much as girls. It's, it's a lot more action based, right? Yeah, that's real. Versus watch a girl play is very detailed oriented. Oh, who's that? Oh, this is Barbie. She doesn't like so and so and this, that, and the third, and blah, this cool. As a boy, what is that? Truck. Right. <laughs> what sound does what a truck, truck make? Big, yeah. big truck. <laughs> you got you gotta pry it out of a boy. Well, girl, you ask one question, you get a whole storyline, you ask the boy, you get the answer to the question that you ask. Right. <laughs> That's real. I like I like that. That is that is honest and I think I think you're on to something there with your theory. <laughs> we got all off. Another topic. Whole another whole another show there. But anyway, okay, so you guys, I invited Saeed here to talk about something that I experienced on social media this week. So, I saw this meme. It was very interesting. And it got a uh, very mixed, I guess reviews or feedback the meme says stop letting men whose mother was never married tell you what wifey material is i saw that and felt some type of way but we're not here to listen to what i gotta say i want to hear what saeed has to say because i saw some feedback from some men they were like oh that's the stupidest thing i've ever heard and i saw some men actually agree like well yeah that's kind of real you know and I just want to hear what is, like, the thought process for a man. Because I know how I feel, but I, I really want to hear how did you take this meme initially? Okay, great question. I, I've seen myself like a guy, 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 mm-hmm. super guy, right? Yeah. So I'm also a student of life. Mm-hmm. So in life, my teachers have taught me that there is something that you can learn from any and everybody. Not saying the whole conversation is meaningful, but there is something that can be learned, right? So, whether I talk to LeBron James or the, the last bench player on the Cleveland Cavaliers, oh no, they they both can tell me something that I can learn from. Now, the bench player on the Cavaliers may have never won a championship, may not know what a championship looks like, smell like, whatever. Probably can't shoot the same as life, mm-hmm. but. He can tell me something, whether he's done it himself, succeeded at it, or failed at it, that I can learn from because he's experienced stuff that I haven't, right? So, I say that to say, just because I'm talking to a loser doesn't mean I can't learn. A winner, a winner could give you bad advice, too. You might get a twist. So, it's not about what the success rate of the person is giving the wisdom it's about the soundness of the wisdom. So, if you're just someone's mother who had 39 boyfriends or has told their child that they had 39 uncles, <laughs> be one, right? Um, right, they've never been married. But may drop some bars in, right? May say something like, make sure you know what you want before you settle down. Sound advice. Right. She may not have done that. But from her failures, that's what she took away. A winner is the person who failed a bunch of times and finally did it right once. A repeat winner, somebody who does it repeatedly, that's, you know, i.e. success. But as long as you do it at least once, that's a success. That's my first 
answer to that question is you can learn something from anybody. So to say because of the status of the person giving the information means absolutely nothing. It's about the soundness of the information given. That is that is real. I agree with that to some extent um, in regards to when people are like, oh, people that don't have kids should never tell anyone how to raise children. Whereas I have the debate back of, I've literally worked with kids for the last 20 years of my life. Whereas if you having a child, that may be the first child you realistically encountered. You don't know how kids are. I do and maybe can give you some sound advice on how kids are and how to deal with them. So I I can understand that point of view for sure. And also, furthermore, um, people who aren't in this situation can give a a non-biased opinion. Yes. If I'm married and my wife and I all we do is fight, and you ask me what's the best way to have a, you know, to conduct a relationship, this might work for me. And I might say, you know, fight and make up. But a single person might say, why would you fight? You know, just listen to what the person is saying and communicate effectively, and you won't have to fight. Now, they're not married, never been married, but they might have seen a successful relationship, or they may just know about communication and the importance of it. Or they got a freaking degree <laughs> and know psychology, right? But they're not, this, the fact is they're not married. You take the advice of the married person and the single person. You know what I'm saying? Right. You got to look at the soundness of the advice and how it applies to you. That is some good stuff, you guys. We are going to take a little breather with my boy Saeed and bring to you this week's Spotlight Star of the Week. And then we'll bring him right back because I do not want you guys to miss any of this goodness, okay? This week's Spotlight Star of the Week is Miss Gina the Diva Tisdale. Helen from Columbia, South Carolina. Check out some of her music. Working my little walk Homer at the sky Looking like he wanna talk Nope, he's not my type But it looks like Everything that I like Suck in my ways Day after day As soon as he said hi to me This fire ignited it in me You want me, you want me Let me tell you why I should stop fronting that is real, you are the phone, babe Let me tell you why I can't stop thinking about you And I just stop, pop, 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 pop And then I drop, 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 drop I was pop, 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 pop And I could not stop, 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 stop I was pop, 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 pop And then I drop, 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 drop I was pop, 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 pop And I could not stop, 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 stop Took me on a date He don't know, but tonight it might get his way This dress here is a teaser Looking at me like food he wanna eat her Oh, back to say my norm, I say Going through his condo door I heard of 50 shades Night turned in the day, tonight something happened to me, brought the beast right into Ume. You want me, let me tell you why I should stop fronting, and that is real, you are a babe. Let me tell you why I can't stop thinking about you, and I just stop, pop, 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 and then I drop, 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 drop. I was pop, 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 
This is Gina the Diva, and I want to give out the biggest shout out to my girl, Gracie, and her podcast, See Grace Fully. It comes on Thursdays, 7 p.m. and 11 p.m. exclusively on TheCultureRadio.com. Gina the Diva Tisdale hails from Columbia, South Carolina. She realized her passion for music at the age of eight. The talent to write emerged early as an outlet to express painful experiences. Gina began writing poems that matured into full songs over the years. Her sincere pursuit of working in the music industry began at the age of 17 when she discovered that she could sing. She began training with a vocal coach who led her to a producer that gave her an opportunity to record a hook for a local artist. All of this became momentum to continue her pursuit into her college years. Studying music technology during college, her writing was fine-tuned and the ability to produce came alive. Over the past decade, she pressed forward tenaciously through her trials and persistence. Despite the negatives, Defervescence Entertainment was birth. Defervescent Entertainment, defined as definitely forever, produces both film and music. Currently, the L.A.-based company has a film project in the post-production stage entitled Dire, coming to a film festival in the 2019 season. Gina the Diva Tisdale is a multifaceted creator who possesses the ability to create masterpieces for the screen and radio. Gina, I am so very proud of you, my love. I know we have had our personal talks and conversations. You are forever in my prayers, and I know that God has an amazing plan. You stay forward, stay true, stay persistent. He is going to take you where he has promised you, my love. Do not ever give up continue to push forward towards that goal. I love you so much and congratulations again on being this week's Spotlight Star of the Week. All right, y'all, let's pop back into this Menzies monologue with Saeed. Now, I think where there may have been some agreement with this statement was the fact that it was coming from maybe a male. So think of it as, because the meme did say, stop letting men tell you what wife material is whose mothers were never married. And I love how you said like, yes, the mother is married or not, may have been able to give great advice, but 
do men really know what it takes to be a wife? And so I think where the debate was happening there is kind of like how when they say women can't raise men, like you can raise him to be a good man, but you cannot teach that boy to be a man because you are not a man. A man is not, nor will he ever be able to be a wife. So can you really tell someone or show them how to be a good wife or what the makings of a good wife are. And so people were kind of having that type of debate back and forth. Good point. I'm glad you brought that up. Okay, so stop letting men whose mother was never married tell you what wife and material is. So, good clarity. A man can't teach his daughter how to be a woman. But a man can uh, articulate qualities that she, she should have. Because, now again, this is advice. This is a law. This is a right. My mother, but I was raised to by my mother. So my mother, without telling me, told me how to be a good husband. Yeah. Because my sisters were in the house, you know, cleaning on Saturday morning, they doing the dishes, watching this on the phone. I'm kicking and watching cartoons, right? Like, oh, I'm cool. Let's get it. <laughs> no. no. In the words of uh, something, no man town. My mother was like, uh, hey, you want to go out there and you know, cut that grass? I'm like, why gotta cut the grass? They're just racking it inside. I gotta be outside. You know, you gotta do something. So, if the woman are cleaning inside, you're the man, you go outside and take it out. She didn't tell me, oh, a husband, I know. She said, listen, everybody have your role. This is your role in the house. So now, I'm, she's instilling in me concepts and morals and, and standards for what I want my house to be, right? So, if I didn't do a good job outside, I couldn't go back inside. Right? Can't move on to the task and change. Now, my father gave me some advice about how to be a, a good husband, which was sound. And some of it wasn't. Now, my father is a man and is a husband. And he's done what has worked for him. The advice he gave me didn't really, all of it didn't really work for me. But I have to marry the two from my mother. And for my father, too, because I had to figure out what worked for me. This question is kind of loaded because if I tell you, hey, listen, uh, I know my mom wasn't married, but look, this is what you need to do. You need to cook, you need to care about your name, you need to show affection, you need to do all of these things, right? What I'm telling you is, hey, first, what I want out of a spouse. So you're getting insight from what men want. And you're, if you're interested in men, that's sound information. Now, you have to take that information and apply it to the person that you're with and tailor it to that person if it applies, if it's applicable to the person that you're with. No one is exactly the same as someone else. That's real. Yeah, and and like you said, I think it's for sure relationship to relationship with differences. Because, like, I know, okay, my mom genuinely, like, she even prides herself on the fact that she literally raised me with qualities and makings of a wife you know that was like part part of her like (laughs) life purpose was to instill in me the qualities and makings of an amazing wife but obviously modeling it after what she saw and after what she decided to be as a wife like you say it's kind of you know you're taking the advice of what's been seen what's been instilled in you um and then you have to see like is that something that can be applicable to to my situation you know because I might you know end up with somebody who he sees the definition of a wife of being something different which actually leads me into my next question 
Um, because you are married. Saeed is a newlywed. Him and his lovely wife have been married how long now? Uh, a year and one month. A year and one Hey, they in there. Happy anniversary, y'all. Hey, <laughs> Love it. So what, I guess, when you were a single man was something that you were looking for that, like, stuck out to you? Like, this is the definition of wife to me. Like, this is what I'm looking for. This is what wifey material is to me. I see it. I lock it down. What What would that be for you, the definition of wife material? Yeah, good question. Again, that is a statistic question. So I'm going to give you a specific answer to what I look for. There you go. So life material. One, understanding, respect, love, and fear of the Creator, the Almighty God. Mm-hmm. Allah, how you categorize them, right? Mm-hmm. Two, attractive. Missing with all that, all, a whole bunch of other, other qualities. <laughs> you got you to gotta love God, and i got to be able to look at you. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's I'm real. Sorry for not being sorry. Sorry, not sorry. That's real. <laughs> man, man, I told you, Mary Whoopi Goldberg, because she's God here. No, I don't care about no. She's like, no, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> but yeah, so you get what I'm saying. So yeah. I'm not gonna pretend. Now, there's different strokes for different folks. So again, my specifics for what I deem as pretty, beautiful, attractive may mm-hmm. not be with somebody else. Now, educated, of course, family based. I'm, I love my family. I love people. Like I have people who's my family who's not blood. A family in the community, and mm-hmm. then a sense of service, wanting, mm-hmm. wanting to give. Not all oh, with how many times gives, but no, wanting to give you around because it's in you to give. Love that. Um, passionate, affectionate, physical. I'm mm-hmm. I'm really big on touch. I need I need to feel you, yeah. so I need somebody who's affectionate. And there's things that belong with that, but we'll leave it there. Right. Um, natural. I don't, I'm not a fan of weeds and ferns and all that stuff. You got to do your thing thing. Yeah. This is not why I would prefer a natural woman. Well, I guess we kind of already maybe answered it. Um, basically, I was just going to say, can a man deem, show, and or tell a woman what wife material essentially is? Like, does he have room to say what a wife is? Or can he just recognize, like, oh, I recognize she has some good qualities that I've seen wives have? That's a tough question, and I will answer it. It's not a one-way question. Well, we all know Cardi B is married. (laughs) Black China got married twice, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So these strippers are getting married, but I wouldn't wouldn't say that there's a wifey type at all. Even now, I don't think Cardi B is wifey type, but she's married. She's somebody's wife. (laughs) So to say a man could say somebody's wifey material, that's everybody's wifey material, Mm -hmm. my husband. It depends on where you are in your life and who you're with at that time. But every man can look at a good woman and say, she's going to make somebody in your life. Um, like, I don't think there's a man, not that, no, there's not a man or person I wouldn't say, this, this is possible, that's not a good life. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But she just, she embodies the character. Every time I look at her, even now I'm like, man, I know she's about 90. That's my wife pissed me off one day. It's possible to get you know what I'm saying? Because she's, she's just like, she's the, the alternate. And it's just in the African-American game. She looks like, like, yeah, that's, I want my life to be like that. Or even, even if that's not what you want for yourself, you can look at it and say, you know, that ain't my type, but that's why she's like that. That's there. the model of a wife, yeah. I love what you said basically about, you know, 
life at the end of the day, I think is defined by that particular situation and between those two people, you know, what works for y'all works. Cardi B is somebody's wife, you know, Claire Huxtable is somebody's wife. So I love it. Well, thank you, my brother, for coming on and sharing your knowledge, dropping the gems. I appreciate it so much. Thank you so much for inviting me. This was fun, man. Yeah. Me, me again, hit me. All right. Thanks, bro. Closing out with our verse of the week, we are going to come from Proverbs 18, verse 21. And it reads, The tongue has the power of life and death, and those who love it will eat its fruit. You guys, I'm basically just going to piggyback off of my Sunday strolling that I did this week, talking about mean what you say and watch what you say. The power that the Lord has put in us with our mouth, our tongue, what we speak and say. Do you guys understand that you have the power of the Holy Spirit? You have the power to speak life over things or death, just like the verse says. So be mindful of what you say mean it speak with authority because we have the same power that jesus had when he came down here within us and that is via the holy spirit you guys i just really want to encourage you understand know your power and use it use that power that you have within your mouth to speak blessings speak abundance speak speak joy speak health speak healing over your situations And trust and have faith that the Lord will see things through and understand that you have to be mindful not to speak negativity. Don't speak disheartening things over a situation. Don't be in a depressed state saying things that are going to bring you down or condemn a situation. Guys, you have to speak life. Be mindful of what you say. And then when I say watch what you say, all I'm meaning is speak it, speak goodness, speak life, and then watch it come into fruition. Watch the Lord make it happen. We have that power, the strength to do that. Like get excited, know who you are and whose you are and utilize it. He's gifted us with the power of the Holy Spirit. Use it, you guys. I'm not going to preach today, but I just wanted to remind you to watch what you say and mean what you say, you guys. We have power in our tongue, life and death. So use it wisely. All right, that's all I'm going to do for today. You guys, thank you so much for joining me right here on See Gracefully. I will see you guys next week as we kick off a brand new month and a brand new series you do not want to miss. I'm so excited to get into our February shows. So you guys, without further ado, have the best week ever and hugs, loves, and blessings from above. Bye.